You are tuning in to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. After you finish listening to it, why not take a moment to listen to one of the most recent episodes? I'm sure you'll enjoy it. This is Tommy's Outdoors, episode 26. And this is another episode dedicated to running. We already had a three episodes dedicated to running. Oh, sorry, two episodes dedicated to running. This one is the third one. So first was the episode three, running with Mike Kisan, um, where Mike was sharing uh, with us his story. And then uh, a little later, Mike returned to the podcast with his two buddies, uh, Vinny and Fozzy, uh, in episode 11. Um, so again, we were we had a um, very good chat about running and, and everything around it and the plans and how the guys train and so on and so on. So today, uh, my guest is Patrick Mercy. Uh, Patrick is a Belgian in Ireland, in Limerick more specifically. And um, Patrick, of course, knows the guys uh, from episode 11. And um, here himself, uh, he just just has a tremendous record as a runner. Um, maybe not so much as a competitive runner, but as a, you know, like a recreational huge volume runner, I would describe that. Uh, he ran like an insane number of marathons and, uh, and, and, and he, you know, like putting a lot of miles. But what's interesting, he has a very specific uh, attitude um, to towards running um, and that that attitude is perhaps it's just an ex- extension of his uh, approach to life uh, so at this point it it's fair to say that or mention that Patrick is also a life coach and um, interesting thing is that things that he teaches or coaches people he applies to himself and he applies that uh, to his running and his running practice and or, or routine or training. Very interesting. Um, and it was very interesting to look how um, some theoretical concepts he is applying in practice. And um, he's applying that into out, onto outdoors activity, running. So um, I think it's going to be very interesting episode uh, of the podcast. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, Patrick Mercy. Patrick, welcome to the show. With us today, Patrick Mercy or Patrick Mercy or Mercy. Uh, maybe you introduce yourself. Yeah, hi, uh, Tommy. It's Patrick Mercy. All right. That's how the people here in Ireland call me. Right. I've right. been called other things, but like Murphy. I regularly get called Murphy. Murphy? Yeah, because it's close. When I say Patrick Mercy, it kind of doesn't register and people here go like, uh-huh. Murphy, yeah, that's okay. Uh-huh. So I get calls from the ESB at home going like, we're looking for Patrick Murphy. And I go like, there's no Murphy living here, you know? So it's a bit of a funny side story. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Patrick, you are, you are primarily, I don't know if primarily you're a runner, but here for the purpose of the podcast, you yes. are a runner and you have a like a tremendous resume of, of running, but you're also a businessman. You're also a life coach. Uh, maybe let's start from the beginning and let's introduce a little bit more to our listeners what you do and uh, and and then nice segue how did you start with running and was it something that you're doing, doing always or like recent development okay um, for the last 10 years um, I've been working I worked before in hospitality management I worked in retail management I worked in corporate management and all of that until one day um, I got a severe stress attack oh uh, inside in the shop, uh, which masqueraded as a heart attack, but it was a severe stress attack. And I had to reevaluate my life because I wasn't actually going to make 50, and I'm 52 now. Wow. Uh, so what happened was, like, I had to take a week of work. At that time, I was a manager for Extravision here in Limerick. Mm. Uh, I had taken a step back from corporate management because I just burnt out. 
yeah. after two years in corporate management. Mm-hmm. I was working for Cable and Wireless, if mm-hmm. you know, telecoms company. Yeah. I was yeah. the European escalation manager. So if yeah. Ryanair website went down, Patrick had to fix it yesterday. Wow. Do you know that kind wow. of stuff? Like, wow. So wow. you last two years in jobs like that. I don't blame her that she said, I, I wasn't making 50 because, yeah, it sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just, no. just sounds like that. So that stuff, right? So um, I now, uh, 10 years ago, then I reevaluated. And I started as a life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a life coaching course with the Irish Life Coach uh, Institute because a lot of people call themselves coaches now, mm-hmm. but mine is accredited mm-hmm. and uh, diploma. And yeah. it's, an, it's a recognized diploma now right. uh, in, in Ireland as well. So I'm a qualified life and business coach. I also, um, um, as you can see in the office here, uh, I'm an NLP practitioner. Right. So that's neurolinguistic programming. Mm-hmm. You know, neuroplasticity. That's about like changing behavioral attitudes. Yeah. Etc. And a motivational speaker. So right. that's kind of what I do with the Intentional Academy, and then I also run uh, Quickest Fox Marketing for my sins, which is a Twitter-based networking yeah. Big shout uh, out to Quickest Fox Marketing and all the county hours. And all the county hours, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. which you know. Yeah, there's a, a lot of guests of the, of the podcast that uh, mm-hmm. came from, from that. It's a, it's a tremendous networking opportunity. So, it is. So, so it's, it's, it's great. Uh, okay, and so how does that running fit into, into yes. that picture? Were you always running since a kid, or like was it part of your evaluation, what you're going to do in life? Um, I I did um, three sports when mm-hmm. I was a kid, mm-hmm. young kid, uh, martial arts, uh, soccer, and what martial ra- arts? Hmm? What? Judo. Judo. Oh, nice. Yes. Great. When I was a kid, because like my dad said, you need to be able to look after yourself and defend yourself. And mm. um, remember, he came from a different era. He was mm-hmm. born just before the Second World War and all that. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. his father was fighting in the yeah. Second World War yeah. while he was a kid, and yeah. so he believed you had to look after yourself. So he did. We went into my both my sisters and me went into judo. Very good. And that was one I'm, thing. I'm, you know, I, I I was I'm doing martial arts for many many years. I'm big. You know, I think it, it's it's it's. Tremendous for development, of, absolutely. Of, you know, physical and mental development. Absolutely. Great. All right. So, and uh, there was soccer and there was running. Okay. Uh, but then, about the age of sixteen, I got picked by the local soccer team, mm-hmm. um, oh. and um, they said, "Look, it's either or." Mm-hmm. And um, they were kind of. It's either very or, persuasive, running or soccer. Or running or soccer. Um, Why is it? Because because, because the training. Okay. Uh, because the training the com- class commitment to the to what yes. you do. Plus, I now know, uh, and most runners will know that if you're a runner and you try and play football, it's easier to get injured. And if you're a football player and you start running, it's easier to get injured because they're different movements. Yeah. One is a a similar kind of movement for long periods of time. The other is short bursts of speed with twisting and turning. With twisting and turning. This is is what what, what screws up your ligaments. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So uh, I picked soccer at the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. Even when I arrived in Ireland 24 years ago from Mm -hmm. Belgium, I played soccer there as well. Uh, here in junior soccer, right. Corbally United and Abbey Rovers. Mm-hmm. Here in the junior. How many leagues. years ago you arrived to Ireland? Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four years ago. Okay. Yeah. This next Christmas will be twenty-four years. Yeah. Wow. So more so. than twice as long as I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still here. Very good. Very good. There has to be something about Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful country. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. So the ro- so so then you, so then you're you're big soccer. And, yeah, and you and you train soccer, and what happened then? Well, uh, so you get, you know, um, you get too old for soccer quite quickly. Mm. Like. So <laughs> once you hit mm. the early thirties, mm-hmm. that was it. Like I was running around the field with eighteen-year-olds who, like, you know, yeah, So once I get to like thirty-four, I think thirty-three, thirty-four, I quit. Yeah, uh, soccer, and that—that's where the problem was. Yeah. When I was getting the high-powered, you know, the job in mm-hmm. cable and wireless and all yeah. that, I was doing no sport anymore. Ah. I was playing a bit of golf, thinking that was sport. And so I don't mean to upset anyone who plays golf. But yeah, like, yeah, even even like the tagline for the podcast is like everything outdoors, even golfing. So yeah, we are, <laughs> Excellent. We, are, we, we are we are good we are good with, with with golfing. So, but I wasn't doing anything, so I got to sixteen stone as well. Right, right. right. I was quite heavy right, and right. like you know. Do you want this mic to be a little bit higher? No, I'm fine. I'm yeah, you sure? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, all right. Hey. Um, I'm, ju- I'm just asking because you know that we we have a microphone set up, and I thought yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. Thanks. I'm anytime, anytime you're uncomfortable, just we're gonna hit the pause button and we're gonna put it up. I'm comfortable. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So your your stuff. So to this run. is this is very this is very unhealthy to do a lot of sport and then stop. So yes. was it like a sudden stop? Um, yeah, after the soccer. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. it was yeah absolutely and that's when i was in the jobs i'm talking yeah. about in corporate management which means like i was traveling quite a bit yeah so you get taken out for dinner there's beer right. there is like yeah, this yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing you work a lot of hours and wasn't know, anything kind of like in you kind of longing for the physical activity and training and everything i know I, I was completely concentrated on on work on work the corporate yeah devils. which i know know is a stupid thing to do <laughs> but like anyway yeah. right, right so i i know that uh i i, I read a uh, paper uh long ago uh about like if if you do sports especially if you do regular sports mm -hmm. and then you stop you cannot just stop it's very unhealthy for mm -hmm. your heart you need to kind of wind it down and and mm -hmm. and decrease and and i remember uh, again, back in the year, I had a friend who was uh, doing martial arts with us, and he was an instructor. He was a very talented guy, and um, he decided to stop, uh, and from for religious reasons, reasons, okay. which is which is like we were all shocked uh, because he was such a talented guy, sure. and he's such a you know such a gift for movement and everything, and he just stopped like cold turkey, mm -hmm. and, uh, and and sure enough, after a couple of years, he developed heart problems, mm -hmm. and, and and one of the other guys, was he was a doctor, he said, like, you, you can't do that, you, mm -hmm. you know, you want to stop, that's fine, mm -hmm. but kind of wind it down. Okay, so you were done the same thing, you were training a couple times a week, you stopped, and just like, everything went downhill yes. from that point. All right. Yeah, absolutely, literally, well, and figuratively, yeah, my yeah. health went, and that's why I got the, heart, the, the, the health issues, you mm -hmm. know, I was working mm -hmm. hard, I was eating unhealthy, I was smoking at the time. Right. I went into sm I smoked 30 cigarettes a day. 30? You know, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. more than a pack. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, so that was all combined, you know, like mm -hmm. plus you're drinking more, uh, etc. Yeah. So I was living really unhealthy, which was probably why I got the yeah. problem with the stress attack. Yeah. Do you know, like, that, so that wasn't healthy. Um, it was during the time I was working for Extravision. Yeah. And we had a very good guy there. There was an army guy who was in yeah. char charge of training. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, no, Halladon. Bill Halladon was yeah. his name. And he was uh, an ex-army man. Right. Uh, army officer. Yeah. And he was in charge of the training in X-Division. So he is not a stupid guy. He saw, yeah. he said, you're a very good, like, manager. You know how to, yeah. you know, like, maybe I can help you. And he gave me a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Ah. which is a Stephen Covey's book. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have heard mm -hmm. of this. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's so I read through book. that and I went like, I came across coaching. So I went, oh, cool, life coaching. So I, I did the diploma course and um, quit Extravision. And that's 10 years ago. While I was there, then Extravision were with Barrettstown. I'm coming to the run-in now. Extravision mm. were sponsoring Barrettstown. Barrettstown is a holiday camp in County Mead, I think, uh -huh. for ch children with um, serious illnesses or um, f uh, who have leukemia yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's to take them out of the hospital environment into a holiday camp for a week uh, outdoors they institutionalize them right and they have some fun right? right and we had management meetings there with extravision and i went like i want to do something for them and they said well we need people to run dublin marathon uh -huh. and that was like the end of two of 2007 so i said i'll do dublin marathon 2008 for you i'll start training i used to be fit maybe i can do it again and, and you uh, started training for a Dublin Marathon. February 2008. I was on my first training run on a cold day. I ran out of my house and less than one mile. It was actually three quarter mile further. I had to stop and walk back home. Uh -huh. I could not run a mile uh -huh. in uh -huh. February 2008. Wow. I just could not run a mile. Wow. And I, I don't mind saying it because I was crying on the way home. Yeah. Because I was fit like before. Before. I used to be fit. Like, so you, know. you said like I should be I should be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't able to run a mile. But uh, the the thing is I had made a promise yeah. to Barrettstown and to the company that I was gonna do this. Like, you know. Yeah. They and were the, making and you you being man of your word. Yeah, well I did plus I used to be fit. So I said, Why not? Maybe I can do get fit again. So like uh, the after about a week I could run a mile and a half, two mile and you know, then you keep going and keep going and then they, they talk about you need to do long runs and my first long run was something like 10 miles and I, it's, mm -hmm. I said like geez I'm never going to make 26 you know because <laughs> 10 miles wasn't easy <laughs> and then 12 and then 14 16 18 I remember my first 20 mile run yeah. and not being able to walk for two or three days afterwards you know That's like, a good run. it was a good run it was good uh, but then October 2008 came and I really enjoyed Dublin Martin. Uh, what strikes me is like uh, I think in episode three uh, on the podcast we had a Mike Kisan, which, mm -hmm. which you know I know Mike yeah and uh, and and his story is very, very striking similar oh is he, it yeah right, okay. he was smoking you know however mm -hmm. many packs a day and however much coffee a day 
very unhealthy life. And then he he was watching Dublin Marathon, and he saw this guy, like a heavily overweight guy, who was running. Right. And he's like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. And mm-hmm. so, like, it's, it's the same event mm-hmm. and same kind of like a, you know, mm-hmm. kind of you need to hit the bottom yeah, <laughs> to, yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of bounce Absolutely, back. So that's yeah. so that's very similar story to mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. Okay. So then the Dublin Marathon rolls in. 2008. I really enjoyed the whole day. It was absolutely amazing. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way through the 26 miles. Um, I, it was just a wonderful day. Dublin Marathon is a great mm-hmm. event. Yeah. For Especially for start off, starting runners because mm-hmm. there's a crowd everywhere. The people right. from Dublin come out in their tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. There is a couple of thousands. Te- and you think it's a good thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. The people are by the street, you know? Yeah. You know, so you because get the support. I, I think that for the for the for the uh, because support. Yeah. My my thinking is like a, a novice runner, maybe kind of intimidated. Right. Because all these people and like I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not that's such a good runner and mm-hmm. whatever. But so. there's so many people running at your pace as well. Okay. There's so many people who run the same pace as you. So you so don't like, feel like you don't I'm feel like I'm a loser or mm-hmm. you know that like kind of thing. Like, so right. no, so I, I totally enjoyed it. Absolutely. Now I, I didn't walk properly for a week afterwards. Mm-hmm. I must admit, like yeah. So I wasn't still back to complete fitness, but I finished mm-hmm. it, and it was really mm-hmm. it was great. And I promised uh, my wife mm-hmm. after I finished. I said, "I'm never doing this again. I promise you, I don't want to oh, go yeah. through this again." Yeah, yeah. This was on the way home because I couldn't get out of the car. We stopped yeah, halfway yeah. to get a coffee, and I literally could not get out of the car. Yeah. So I said, "I'm never doing this again." And um, believe me or not, my second marathon wasn't till two years later, a year and a half later. Right. I didn't run another marathon for a year and a half later. So I started doing 10Ks mm-hmm. and 5Ks. So I, I kept running. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed it. I started yeah. to really enjoy so it. So that sparked your kind of your your memories and your love for running. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I was doing running and now you, you had that one success under your belt, uh-huh. finishing the marathon. I said, okay, I keep running. But the keeping running was actually from the beginning a thing. It was a love thing rather than because right. I tried golf and I hated it, and I tried cycling and I hated it. And when <laughs> I started running, I actually enjoyed. Why it. Why did you hate cycling? It's boring. <laughs> How's running not boring? No, because <laughs> you see, cycling is uh, the, and the, uh, thanks. This great question for me. Yeah, this yeah. is just a personal experience. I'm not saying for me, cycling is like you need to pay too much attention. Oh. To the potholes, to cars, to this running, I can switch off. I can meditate. Now I meditate while I'm running. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I forget where I'm, where I've been. Yeah, I'm just running, and yeah, I see the car. Like I won't run. I think the, the same car, thing like. goes for cycling. Oh, right, okay. You maybe you just wasn't proficient enough with the, with the bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you not. Doing, yeah. you, you had to kind of consciously pay attention yeah, to the yeah, potholes. Yeah, yeah. But I get you. I get you. Yeah, you're. You know, with with cycling, the thing is that, like to me, you're traveling at a bigger speed. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of covering more ground, and you're like more mm-hmm. things are happening around you. Yeah, Perhaps. give you an example there. Was it was only it, it's happened a few times. Mm-hmm. Like once when I just uh, started running from Corbally here in Limerick, mm-hmm. and I ended up nearly in in uh, Killaloo, wow. which is twenty kilometers away, without noticing I was running. You know. Yeah. And then you have to you have I to know. run back, obviously. I know, I know, I know. Oh, but this is like this is happening for me when I cycling. Okay. But, you yeah, know, yeah. and I, and I was mm-hmm. cycling the route that um, I cycled like a you know hundreds of times, and so so I know every single point right, mm-hmm. and I'm cycling. And it's like. Hang on a minute. Where I am? Am I already past that point where mm, I didn't pass? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you forget. You just forget. So, so that's interesting. And on that, on that fact that you said that you said like, oh, I'm never gonna do it again. Again, I think it's an it's it's episode eleven where again <laughs> Mike, Vinny, and Fozzie yes. were were after uh, completing twenty four hour run. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of I don't know whether it was a Vinny or Fozzie. We have a YouTube video on the on the underneath the podcast. We see like, oh, I'm never gonna do this again, again he, with his wife, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And now he organized that the 24 hour in Listol. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. That was on this weekend actually. Right, it was good. Right, yeah. Right. So yeah, and then but I did do uh, what someone said. There's a beautiful run, Patrick, in Connemara. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a brother-in-law. My mm-hmm. wife's brother is in the Dublin Marathon Committee. Oh, for the last. Don't know, twenty years. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, but he's there a long time, uh, and he's like he knew the guy Ray O'Connor, who's mm-hmm. the head of Martin Club Ireland now, mm-hmm. who was organising this race in Connemara, and he says you have to go, Patrick. It's really wonderful, but you can do a half marathon if you don't want to mm-hmm. do a full. Mm-hmm. So in two thousand and nine, in April, I did the half marathon in Connemara, right, and it was really, really beautiful. Right. I really. It's where and, I and discovered. Was it, was it marathon like on a on a paved road or was it like? It was on the bit? road. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's a full. It's from Linan to Mam Cross. Is mm-hmm. the half marathon, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. 
Right. And you go over uh, over one of the Mamturk Mountains in the end, near the end. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So I discovered my love, actually, for instead of city running, for country running. Right, right. And, like, so I really enjoy that. So, and that was the half marathon. And then they went, like... Do you not want to do the full there maybe next year? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. that was two thousand. That was my second marathon was Connemara. I promise. Two thousand and ten, <laughs> yeah. And I really, really enjoyed that day. I remember I said I'm coming back here next year. Mm-hmm. That was my first thing. Right. So my second marathon was I'm coming back here next year. Right. Right. Because I had a great weekend. We stayed in Uchterard mm-hmm. and all that. And Connemara is gorgeous, right? Yes. Yes. And we started at Ina um, Valley, mm. and then you go up towards. Um, Letter Frack and then Tulinan and back. It's so mo- it's so beautiful up there yeah. and so peaceful uh, that, like I said, I want to go back. And I said, well, if I want to go back, maybe I do Dublin again. So yeah, I, I did yeah. two marathons that year. All right. And then right. it stayed one or two marathons a year for about six years. Mm-hmm. I was doing one or two marathons a year. One or two. And then year. I met a few people from Martin Club Island, and that was yeah. the end. Bad, bad company. <laughs> bad company. You know, Martin Club Island is uh, mm-hmm. like a, a nationwide club. Yes. With people who run marathons. So it's yeah. a marathon running club. You can be a member of an athletics club mm-hmm. and also be a member of Martin Club Island. Mm-hmm. And Martin Club Island is also affiliated to Athletics Island. Okay. So okay. so when I met those guys and I met a few of them and we started chatting and they go like, do you know, there's another, uh, there's other Martins that are really enjoyable doing, you know? Yeah. So I did Cork City Martin and then I did Killarney Martin and right. then I did four in a year right. and then the year after seven and that's where it all started then. You know? <laughs> and <this> is, <laughs> tell me, what's the difference for you between the marathon and the half marathon? Is it like, not like once you, once you get, no, but I, I, obviously, mm. right? It's a, yeah, no, it's no, a, no. It's yeah, a distance, yeah. but. I guess once you get into the fitness level yeah. of, you know, you can run a marathon mm-hmm. or you can, you know, run the twice the distance of the marathon. Is it, is it really making any difference whether it's a half marathon or a marathon? Are they equally enjoyable or like, is there, is there anything? I think, I think there's a, the, the difference is that like half marathons tend to be raced more. Ah, Whereas marathons, unless you're in the front, right, with yes. the guys from Kerry Crusaders and yeah, all that, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not in the front with them, right, you know, it becomes it becomes partially a race and partially a social event. Ah, uh, okay. So I can run for two hours beside someone and have a chat with them for like 20, 15 miles. Right. Do you know, like while running, right, at like nine minute mile pace. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. and then you can still chat to people when you're doing that. So it became right. a social circle. Right, as well as a as a sport. Okay, well, half marathon because of a shorter distance it, is more competitive. Yeah, it is. I find uh, less people to chat with and all that. It's more like, it's more people want to get a time. Right, a half marathon. You know, okay. even the people at the back want to get their time. Right, right. Whereas in a marathon now, like it's more of a like I want to complete that thing, and yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a goal. Just if I'm gonna complete, I'm yeah. happy without. Okay, and that's it's more relaxed. Yes, do you find you find it more relaxed? Oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm getting, okay. And then and then if you go to ultra marathons, that's mm-hmm. even more. So right, I found that even more of a social scene because mm. it's a smaller group as well. Right, so like I right. find I've only done about well only I've only <laughs> yeah I've only done about seven or eight ultra marathons but mm-hmm. like it's it is that I find that really enjoyable as right. well. Right. What's the, what were the distances? What was the longest one? My longest one has been forty. Forty kilometers. Forty miles. Forty miles. Yeah. Forty yeah. miles. Okay. Okay. So are Italy. you are you planning for undoing uh, any of those mm. you know like a hundred miles two hundred? I don't know. Uh, I I don't tend to plan a lot mm-hmm. in my running. I mm-hmm. find that since I stopped wearing a watch. Uh-huh. And since I stopped planning, uh-huh. I find I just do the things that like come to me as like, oh, maybe I'm going to do this now. Right. More or you go with the flow. I am goes. signed up, however, for the Trilly 100K. Oh, 100K. Next year. Next year. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how is it? 80 miles? 62. 62 miles. Yeah. Oh, okay. 62. Yeah, around 62 miles. Yeah. Okay. And that's a beautiful good. tour because I actually um, crewed that twice now. Oh, okay. I went around with one of the runners twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be your longest? Yes. Wow. wow. Yeah. So I did 100K before uh-huh. once, mm-hmm. but that wasn't a, a running race. It was like, it's the the, the Dodentocht in Belgium, uh-huh. and it's called the, the March of the Death. Okay. It starts at nine o'clock at night, and you have till you have 24 hours to finish it. Okay. Right? In Tralee, it's 15 hours. Okay. So there's a difference. So 24 hours is easier, you know. Like, yeah. Plus, I was in the army then, mm-hmm. and we did it in army gear. So we walked a good bit as well. Ah, mm-hmm. so, okay. Yeah. okay. But that's okay. a long time ago. A long, a long. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. But yeah, so the 100K is going to be the longest. Yeah. Okay. So so listen, so you, you really 
develop that running into kind of like your 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 passion is that is that is that right it's it's something that is always you know on your mind i fell in love with right running. let's put it that right. way right so it, it's 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 not even a sport as much anymore like it's just something you do because i like doing it right it's easy mm-hmm. it's easy to get up in the in the morning or uh, come home after work at night and just put on the shoes and just go <laughs> Just go running. Yeah, it's very relaxing. So, are you doing any any training for for running, or just just your running is your training? Yeah, I'm. I I don't go to track. Um, I'm totally the the non-runner, if you want, because mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> you know, like says the guy who does however many marathons a year. <laughs> I'm not a runner. No, you know? what I mean by that is like I don't do core. I don't do track. I don't do speed sessions. I don't do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't do tapering. I don't do any of the things they say in the book you have to do. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. Right. I actually, my, but people know me, uh, mm-hmm. they, they know what I'm going to say now uh, mm-hmm. to you is like I do three pints the night before a race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my strategy. Three pints of Smithix. Three, three pints. Yeah. Smithix the night before a race right. every single time. Right, right. Because it I sleep works. really well afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up in the morning and it's time to go, you know. Oh, so right. it's like I'm a non-runner runner, if you know what I mean. That's kind of like, Got it. because I don't do any of that training. And people often come to me and say like, but you know, Patrick, you can, if you start training now, like and do this and do that, you can get half an hour faster on the marathon. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. I have no just interest. Not, like, not interested. In <laughs> not interested. All right. So, so that's, that's interesting because you're, you're, you're totally non-competitive yes. in your running correct is it, is it fair to say yeah the only time i got sucked into uh, competitiveness was with myself mm-hmm. to get to 100 marathons okay and i had promised a friend of mine i would do the 100 marathon at his race in balana in north mayo mm-hmm. cesari lubinski uh, yeah. he's uh, up uh, in mayo uh-huh. and um, i promised him i would come and do the 100 marathon with him mm-hmm. and then i found myself all of a sudden like it made a few months to go with only Mm. 82 or three martins done so i had to do 17 martins in like three months or something oh, or right. four months like and that was the last time i kind of got right. i need to get there you know? and have you done them oh yeah i'm at 111 now all right so you've done 17 martins in three months yeah something like that yeah i did i did 10 in one month i think it was. all right all right how does the how the how how your body felt after that yeah the, the funny bit was there was one that was a quad and uh-huh. i'd never done a quad before uh-huh. uh so thursday friday saturday sunday mm-hmm. in Avondale in Wicklow yeah. for the, the Wicklow Hospice Foundation. Yes. They do a quad every year. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd never done that before. I'd done three in three mm-hmm. days, but never four. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife came along, Maura came along, and we traveled up to Wicklow on the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Stayed in a B&B in Ratdrum near the, um, where the, the forest is, Avondale mm-hmm. Forest. And so that was like literally run the marathon, recover, eat dinner, sleep, run the marathon, recover, dinner. Sleep. Yeah. Well, Stayed up for four days. We drove home on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I woke up on Monday morning to come to work. Yeah. And she turned around and she says, like, I can't believe. You know, you're just walking through the room like nothing. And I said, like, <laughs> yeah, I could go for number five this morning. Like, it felt so. Yeah. After how many years it took you? How oh, many years it took you to I, to I was doing to nine point. years of running at that stage. The nine years yeah, of yeah, running yeah. on that stage. Okay. And uh, like, that's, that's, that's fascinating. I, I, I think there is a some role plays the genetics into that right you you gotta you got you gotta be you know gifted in some way uh just to not get injured right because the people are getting mm-hmm. overuse injury all the time yes and, i have uh, one now <laughs> yeah okay, okay. <laughs> but that's my first one in three years right and um i think the injury thing is like it's interesting because it's a bit of a debate mm-hmm. i often think that the injury is also comes from the intensity yes right mm-hmm. do i need to beat three hours today yeah right. do i need to do so many Mm-hmm. In, a, in this month or like, uh-huh. whereas I've learned from playing soccer when I was younger yeah. and all that at a, at a nice level right yeah to learn to listen to my body uh, and I met a few people I think uh, did you get that from the from martial arts probably as well yeah to I've, I found I found like yeah. if I if I had to point like a one thing that biggest thing if, I, mm-hmm. if someone asked me like what is the biggest thing I got from martial arts mm-hmm. I would say just listening to your body yeah, and yeah. and just kind of noticing what's yes. going on what's happening and yeah. you know what move can you do yes. so and about about three or four miles into a marathon I can tell you exactly mm-hmm. if I'm gonna go faster or slower right. that day right your body just tells you so, so but that's that's very good point that your non-competitiveness gives you kind of uh protects you from injuries mm-hmm. because then if you're if you don't feel right mm-hmm. or you feel something you just you just take it easy mm-hmm. i think it was 2015 
or mm-hmm. 2060. I was 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dublin Marathon. I was standing for, or was it my sixth or seventh or whatever, Dublin mm-hmm. Marathon. And um, just before the race started, mm-hmm. the phone strap, the, the strap of my watch, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my, my mm-hmm. watch just broke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. your watch like I put it in my back pocket uh-huh. I said I'll keep looking at it because I was always looking at the watch yeah, yeah, when I was yeah, running yeah. you know yeah, I yeah. said I'll look at it in a while Yeah, I forgot to look at it right. I had the best Dublin Marathon I've ever ran and I ran a PB without the watch right so I kind of went I never put the watch back on since right you said like whoa hang on a minute yeah so maybe this like if I feel good I feel good if I don't feel good I don't feel good yes so I started running without a watch and now everyone knows I call it naked running uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you well, know yeah. it's like running without a watch I do you know you know what there's a there's a there's a good point and uh this has a name in psychology I don't remember a name but this is like the people are getting so fixated on you know having an item mm-hmm. and i remember uh we went running with with a with a friend of my girlfriend and uh and and he's my he's my buddy too and uh we we supposed to go for a run and he's he's his battery ran out on his ipod or something like that and he was so bummed out he's like oh my god so here's my running gone like whatever like i was like dude it's just like you know forget about it mm. like well, let's go for a run and uh and I told, and I, I, so then it it impacts you mentally so hard that you're unable to perform, and like, mm-hmm. and, and I even heard a story about a Olympic athlete, athlete mm-hmm. in 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 gymnastics. I think she had a like a teddy bear or something that she always hugs mm-hmm. or whatever before the performance, and she forgot that, and it was like a like totally she's mm-hmm. supposed to go for a for a medal for an Olympic medal. It was like a totally because she was so upset and mm-hmm. knock off balance and my point is like it's good to not have those things or at least be able to leave them behind it's like all right i don't have a watch right? oh no absolutely but it's lessons you learn you know and they, like funny because the lessons i learned from running i implement in my in mm-hmm. other stuff in your mm-hmm. life so if i would have planned 2017 mm-hmm. i would have planned for 24 marathons yeah okay yeah. because i didn't plan mm. and because i didn't make any plans i ran 43 so I believe that setting goals and targets for yourself is often self-limiting mm-hmm. because we, we, we only think we're capable of so much. Yeah. And if you forget to set targets, but you do something you really enjoy doing, mm. like I do with mm. running, you'll actually beat what you think you're capable yeah. of simply by being yeah. you yeah, rather than by saying, yeah. this is the person I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. But that works both ways, doesn't it? Right. It, it, you can, you can all, it, it depends on the personality because it, if you're okay. not going to set up your goals, you said like, well, I'm, you know, I, so sometimes it is m- mm. motivating. Like, well, I, I committed okay. to run the hundredth marathon yeah. with my friend. So I have to do these 17 yeah. in three months. And you o- know, otherwise you wouldn't do that. Yeah. And you know what happened? I enjoyed them less. Yeah. Because. I oh was. yes. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's true because you're taking that for as a job yeah i rec- i recorded a podcast like it was the other podcast that where there was an episode that was called a hobby that is no fun anymore yeah where where you're turning something into a second job mm-hmm. and i noticed that with cycling and and, okay. and and quite often you know people are on those those kind of athlete social media mm-hmm. kind of things like strava and mm-hmm. and all those and you know obviously they're tracking mm-hmm. how many miles a mm-hmm. year and a month or whatever and uh and i know and i fall into that bit for myself it's like mm-hmm. oh i need to i need to do you know hundreds and on thousand and two hundred kilometers this month mm-hmm. right and there's a miserable weather there's a wind and i just i have like no pleasure <laughs> in doing that at yeah, all yeah. but mm-hmm. i'm putting my gear mm-hmm. and i'm just just go and like do i enjoy it no i enjoy it once I, when i was done but I, you know, I know what you're saying. I, 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 I think it works both way because then, okay. I, and and the other hand is like, yeah, I kind of toughen it out, right? Mm-hmm. You have a you have a pleasure from that. Sure, you can get ple- you can get gratification from that. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think there's a difference between instant gratification or doing something because you really love doing it. Yes, regardless of the weather. Yeah, and I found that often as a, as a life coach, if mm-hmm. I fell, fall back in with that, mm-hmm. the, the the less. I help my clients set goals the more I achieve, they achieve. Yeah. So that's some an experience from a life coach. Like when right. people stop setting targets for themselves, mm-hmm. they first set the direction they want to go in mm-hmm. based on what they love doing. Mm-hmm. And then they go into that way and they just achieve stuff like 
Yeah. You know, I had a, this, I don't name names of my clients. I had mm-hmm. one guy who's a sports broadcaster, mm-hmm. right? A young guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I say he, instead of like him, just, I need to be in that radio station by then, whatever. And then it didn't work and he fell, you know, he got into mental health problems and whatever. And now mm-hmm. I just said like, do this, do that, do that. Because if you love doing this, what if you did this? What if you tried mm-hmm. that? Whatever you do. And now people are starting to take notice of him because he's doing things that other people aren't doing. Yeah. Purely because he loves them. Because there's a, that passion. That, yeah, that, that, absolutely. This so, is, this is, so without setting the targets, now people mm-hmm. are noticing him. Before he was trying them to notice him. Yeah. And they went like, ah, yeah, because they have so many people doing that. Yeah. Do you, so do you, so you, you, you're, do you think that is like a element of artificial mm-hmm. kind of injected into, you so, know, I, I'm, I need to achieve that goal and then you're less sincere about it and less mm-hmm. honest about it because, because yeah. you, you, this is, this is why you're doing this because I have that goal rather mm-hmm. than why you're doing this because I have, some other goal that is yeah. not like here and now, right? But it's because of, I, I do things because I love doing them, not yeah. because I have to do them. Yeah. And there's kind of a slight difference. If you look at in sports, mm-hmm. you look at people like um, when uh, Davy Fitz, when mm-hmm. Claire won the first All Ireland hurling, mm-hmm. it was immediately like, next year we need to win again. Mm-hmm. So the goal was achieved, but we're yeah. on to the next one and the yeah. next one and the yeah. next one. Like, yeah. you know, and it's never enough. Yes. There's always and that takes away the joy of it. Oh, absolutely! That takes away joy of it. Absolutely, it's 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 interesting, you know, because uh, um, I had those those discussions a lot with my friends who were going fishing, right? Mm-hmm. And and they were always saying like, well, they want to be a fishing guide, and they, you know, it's gonna be awesome because all they're gonna be doing, they're gonna be fishing for work, and I was like, no, it's not. Yeah, you know, I would say like, I never want to be a fishing guy. It would totally screwed my fishing because now <laughs> i have to go fishing <laughs> yeah, yeah i have to go with the people i maybe i don't like mm. or somebody you know and it's not fun anymore how would i relax then mm-hmm. now i can go fishing right mm, yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. my job it's like yeah. it's done i'm, sure, I'm yeah, done yeah. <laughs> you know so that's i i get that yeah and some people some things you do will turn into a job mm. when you love doing them like for me speaking mm-hmm. my mom said to me like when i mm-hmm. asked what you you know i asked everyone around me mm-hmm. when i was quitting all the the system jobs, yeah. you know. And I was getting out of the rat race and says, what mm-hmm. should I do? My mom says like, well, you know, I used to buy you these big sweets, mm-hmm. you know, the gobstoppers mm-hmm. when you were four years old yeah. just to shut you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was always a talker, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and a listener. When people said like, whenever we're in trouble, we come mm-hmm. to you because mm-hmm. you listen and then you help, help mm-hmm. me fix it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm good at listening, good at talking. So mm-hmm. now I'm a life coach. That's what mm-hmm. we do, right? Mm-hmm. So I get paid for that. Right, right, right. <laughs> does it, does it, does, do you love this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, does it not take a joy for, of, of what no, you're doing? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, not in that. No, I absolutely, because mm-hmm. I was here on Saturday and I was here on Sunday mm-hmm. when everyone else was watching TV. Yeah, 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 I was here because it's it's what I enjoy doing. You know, very good, yeah. very good. So tell me, what's uh, you you mentioned that you're running and your and then your job did kind of influence uh, each other or or they maybe do. from from so t- so tell us a little bit about that. What's yeah, the- so I learned a lot of lessons from running, mm-hmm. right? About myself, mm-hmm. about um, for instance, if I do what I love doing, mm-hmm. the way I like doing it, I get more results than when I start planning it. Mm-hmm. So I stopped making plans mm-hmm. for what I did in work. Right. I just let it flow. Do what you enjoy doing most. Mm-hmm. And then everything evolves naturally. Mm-hmm. So the business plan that's on my flip chart here in the office mm-hmm. now is something that happened in the last week because naturally I had to get rid of a few things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they were not necessarily things I enjoyed doing, but people still associated me with them. So mm-hmm. they came to me, took yeah. my time, and then I put my time in that and I need to recover from that. Yeah. What are the things that are there now I really enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. and i can do them seven days a week right right do you know like so that's a lesson i learned from running another thing is to listen to your body mm-hmm. it's okay for me to come uh to to wake up on the morning on a tuesday and go like nah i don't feel i i would force myself if i go into the office today mm-hmm. so i just check my diary say like i have one appointment i go like i'm really really sorry but like i'm gonna have to cancel this today because mm-hmm. i'm not up for it mm-hmm. and people surprisingly most people actually appreciate that mm-hmm. when you be honest with them yeah oh yeah Yeah. yeah, so it's okay for me then on a Tuesday to go like, I'm listening to my body. I don't want to go to work today and I don't. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I learned from running. Yeah, but then again, like, you know, I agree with what you're saying, but there is a certain level of discipline required. Oh, absolutely. To not, to not go completely downhill. Yeah. Right, because yes. you can you can wake up every day as 
I'm not for for okay. up for it, right? And then you can spend next 20 days not coming sure. out of bed. So there is there is an require mm -hmm. you require to be honest with yourself. Yes. And that comes and you know where that comes from from the fact that what I do I love doing. Yes. So it's easier to motivate yourself to do something you love doing. Yes. than to do something you feel you have to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If what I if what I did every month I had a, a turnover figure I need to reach. Mhm. Mm -hmm. then I would be in trouble yeah. because that's not the way my brain functions. Yes. My brain functions on love, not on targets. Mm -hmm. I know that for myself. Yeah. So it's easier to motivate myself to do something I love doing than to say, like, you need to get two more clients to get your target. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> that even sounds awful, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I need you to reach my target. Like, yeah, can yeah, you imagine yeah. if you say that, if you think that when a client comes in, yes, like, you know, yes, 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 you're yes, going to yes, help yes. me reach my target. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. about the client anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Listen, tell me uh, about the injuries. Uh, you said that you almost not, not have injuries at all. No. But, but in general, running is pretty injury prone sport. Would you, would you agree? That's with what that? I was told, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and have you seen any saw. any evidence think, for that? Yes, the people the, the 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 people who got injured is either because they slightly overdid it, mm -hmm. and okay, there is freak injuries, right? You turn mm -hmm. over your ankle, yeah, uh, you know, like yeah. you you hit something or whatever, mm -hmm. like you know you twist your ankle or whatever, like that can happen. Mm -hmm. right? But other than that, the people I think I saw who get injured, the majority of them was because they were forcing themselves. Mm -hmm. If so, you run, if you know how to run, if you if you know how to position yourself mm -hmm. your body is amazing mm -hmm. actually um your body will get stronger rather mm -hmm. than weaker if you mm -hmm. run mm -hmm. more yes it's just when you start forcing yourself mm -hmm. that's where the issue comes yeah. it's like a river right mm -hmm. a river will keep running regardless mm -hmm. whether you plow rocks in front of it it'll just go around it mm -hmm. right? it's when you start forcing the river it goes out of the banks and floods your house yes if you just let it flow it'll flow yeah right yeah. so it's the same with running right if you just let it flow it'll flow Yeah, it's, it's 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 so. Thank you for that because this this is another thing that I, I'm I'm quite often talk about when I'm talking about running, like a proper technique mm -hmm. for running, right? And I I even uh, again that was on a different podcast. I had a guy who was a triathlete, mm -hmm. and we were talking about you know how people think like, oh, what do you mean? I need to learn how to run. Like mm -hmm. everybody knows how to run, right? And he made an excellent point. Like, is it really? We don't know how to run. Mm -hmm. The only thing we know how to do, like out of the box, out of the womb, mm -hmm. is swim. Mm -hmm. We know how to swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know how to run or how to cycle a bicycle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So why people think there's so strange, it's not so strange to learn to mm -hmm. uh, ride a bike, but I feel like, oh, it's strange. Like, you should be just, just running. And now when you, when you look at the, like a mm -hmm. form of people running, this, this is just... Mm -hmm. You know, injury in the yeah, making. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just, you just yeah. can see that. So, can you elaborate? Maybe not elaborate, but tell, tell us how, how it went for you. For, for just ask people, right? Do you right. know when you meet people like Martin Club Ireland, and like mm -hmm. these are people who've been running for 30, 40 years, like some of them. Yes. And you just go like, you just ask them like, any tips? And they say, yeah, I saw you running, Patrick. You bend backwards a bit too much, or you do this too much, and then mm -hmm. you just mind it for two or three months like you, you just pay attention to it and then it becomes a habit right right and i i i, I was lucky i suppose because i was always told like i had a nice running style mm -hmm. so like maybe it's because i was running as a as a kid as a kid you know and like, you I were know. as a, when you were running as a kid you were running in the club as well right so uh, i was running cross country with the club yeah. Yeah. yeah but you could kind of observe how other yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and i and i guess that that comes because that as, comes as a kid you kind of yeah, watch absorb. other and yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. you know yeah. mimic what yeah. they do and that's what i was like, okay but okay. there is people who i've like seen and you go like their running style isn't right but that's not because they run wrong it's because the body is out of mm -hmm. alignment Yes. Right. So I'm. I, I don't go to physios. Mm -hmm. I don't get rubs. I don't do any of that. I told you, I'm a non-runner, runner. Right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I yeah, don't yeah. do any of yeah, that yeah. stuff. But I've that, never had the, a massage. That, that only confirms to me that you just you just have it from from like back in Maybe, the years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that just with you. Although the guy that runs the the the, the guy that's the record holder in Ireland right uh -huh. now, Dave Brady. Have yeah. you heard of Dave Brady? No. He's uh, he's on. What is he now? He must be coming up to. 700 or 800 marathons, I don't know. He's on 750 or 700 and whatever, like mm -hmm. marathons. And he's going for a thousand. He's in mm -hmm. his mid-60s, like he's 67 or something. Mm -hmm. And when you meet him, he still has a six-pack. It's really funny. like. <laughs> and uh, But he runs and he goes like he's never had a massage in his life, ever. Right. Not one. 
Yeah. It's really funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, so, no, no, I'm not, so I'm not surprised. Like, I'm yeah, not yeah. surprised. So, but it's kind of, I think it comes from doing things naturally and letting mm-hmm. it go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. When you do that, so so, what advice would you would you give people who are listening to that now and say like, well, I better check my uh, my running style? But mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Well, if if they're in Limerick, they need to go see Siobhan in Limerick Sports Store. She'll tell you within two seconds. Right. <laughs> she's sure. the she's the guru. <laughs> and what, was she gonna put them on a treadmill? Oh, no, she, and she, you walk through the shop and she goes like, yeah, you pronate that way. She's uh-huh. that an expert, uh-huh. like, you know, oh, okay. like kind of. But no, but m- my advice would be, um, if you, for instance, you find that a lot of athletics clubs mm-hmm. have open evenings now. Yes. Yeah, like an open evening, like uh, Dunin here in Limerick mm-hmm. have an open evening on a Tuesday on the track mm-hmm. in UL. Mm-hmm. I say if you go join there uh, pe- and just ask people, like, just go and or, ask. Or, and say, uh, like, can you check my 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 running posture yeah. or or my my technique yeah. how I'm running absolutely it. and they won't mind doing it like mm-hmm. because they literally have open open training evenings mm-hmm. because with they love clubs, that. Like, no no yeah, yeah of course they do <laughs> yeah yeah but ask anyone for help like they mm-hmm. normally help you you know I mm-hmm. think people have a problem with asking for help yeah but um, I always had a reverse like when I ask you for help mm-hmm. you ask me for help mm-hmm. I validate the other person. People think that this is going to make them weak, make them no, look yeah. weak when they ask Absolutely. for help, right? That's so right. it's like, if I ask you for help, Tommy, mm. you should say thank you to me. Mm. Because I picked you. I could have picked anybody else, but I picked you to <laughs> oh, ask yeah. for help. Like, <laughs> so you should say thanks, Patrick, for asking me. That's the way I look at it. Yes. It's like, I validate you as a person when I ask you yes. for help, right? Yes, that's true. So it's a different way of looking at it. That's, that's true. And so so listen, so just just to finish up on the subject of the... Of the uh, Technique of, of running. Yeah, okay. What's the, what are the most common mistakes? What you what would you what would you say? Um, you know, for our, for, our, for our listeners, like just check like without going to your athletic, like just yeah. check these three or four things. Heel striking. Mm. That's ah. a big problem. Right? Ah. So t- <laughs> tell us tell us all about it. So please. when you land on your heel, yes. You know, if people that without rolling, like they just land on their heel every time, you do that for twenty six miles, you're going to be sore the next day. You're you're your glutes are going to be sore. Your quads are going to be sore. And that, and that messes up your knees as well. Oh, absolutely. Everything, even your hip. Mm. It messes up your hips. It messes mm. up your back. It messes up everything. Right? Mm-hmm. So heel striking is a big problem. Yeah. And do you think that this is all for that is like shoes companies are to blame who are putting these big padded yeah. soles on the, on, the, on, the, yeah. on the heel and you have a Air Max yeah, yeah, torsion yeah, yeah, yeah. super duper, which is all meant to kind of absorb absorb that, that yeah but it doesn't absorb it completely like well not only, well even if it does absorb then your 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 movement pattern is yes. wrong you kind yeah. of you kind your, of your position wrong get, yeah. getting yeah. deeper into your movement pattern yeah. that is that is that is bad yeah so one t- one thing and uh, two like i've seen people who go who run straight mm-hmm. with a straight back mm-hmm. you know that's not a good idea either yeah. i often see people like and they're running straight mm-hmm. you need to slightly in, lean into your run Right, forward, uh, small bit, like you know. Right. So one of the good, one of the good things is like I think for beginning runners, people who begin off, park run, mm-hmm. couch to five k, everyone goes to right, mm-hmm. which is great. But yeah. the park run is an amazing, amazing organization and group of people. Like mm-hmm. I really, really think people should go to park runs mm-hmm. because you meet people there from athletics clubs. Yes, all the time. There's people from athletics clubs here in Limerick. Uh, mm-hmm. We have two park runs now. Mm-hmm. One in Mungret and one in the University of Limerick. Mm-hmm. I know there's one in uh, Listowel as well. Right. Isn't there? There's one in Tralee. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, there's, there's loads a, there's of park a... runs around, like, mm-hmm. you know. And um, park run is really easy because everyone goes. There's people who walk, etc. So I would go, like, go to your park run. And mm-hmm. if you see someone from an athletics club, don't be afraid to ask. They'll mm-hmm. they'll help you. They'll always help yeah. you. The yeah. people who are the organizers of the park run are often runners as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll help you as well. So that's yeah. my advice for beginning runners is go to a park run. Yeah. That'll start you off. And go on the open sessions of your athletics club and ask yeah don't yeah. be afraid to so, ask people. so essentially the advice is to get your get your running technique right yeah yeah, yeah absolutely before because doing it, it'll add to the joy and it'll add to your joy and which means you'll you'll be able to do things that otherwise mm-hmm. you wouldn't like yeah. anyone who runs who can run a 10k can run a half marathon yeah anyone who can run a half marathon can run a full marathon mm-hmm. and anyone who can run a full marathon can run a 50k yeah right so it's quite simple yeah <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah. so go back to the to the Heel striking a little bit. So what's a what's a proper proper what's the name stride or like what's what's the I name? I actually don't know the name for it, mm-hmm. but I call it heel striking. You see the people yeah. who land on their heel. Yeah, yeah. So how you should you should well, land roll. on the ball on your feet. I roll. I okay. have a rolling stride, so it 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 goes it lands softly on the heel and then rolls through. Okay. 
It okay. ro- do you know it does this like yes it rolls through yes that's the way i run okay and is it like then you running on the balls of your of your feet that the, the, i that run the... on the outside of the, the feet. okay i land on the outside of my feet okay and i've never had problems with it okay, okay. so everyone has their own strike oh, okay because i heard that the the how the how the foot is built is yeah. that you're, you're supposed to land on the ball of your right, of your okay. of your foot and then there is a, like a massive tendon that yes. goes from the on the on the bottom of your feet that goes from i think ball of your feet to mm-hmm. to the to the yes. heel and that massive tendon is designed to take all the energy oh, okay. of the hit and this is exactly when the people are heel striking that yes. the whole energy that that tendon is supposed mm-hmm. to absorb is absorbed by knees sure and that's that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's what's happening see, but see now i've learned something from you oh, wow. to you. Well. <laughs> No, but I, I suppose that to your to your to your point, there are there are, it's not one no. proper way. There's no. there's there's other ways. So unless there there is certainly the bad way. Yes. But then not necessarily is one absolutely proper way. No, there's loads of ways people run. People run differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I meet people at Martins who run on their tippy toes. Oh, really? Who land on their tippy toes and they run they run fifty sixty marathons with that without getting injured. So right, you know. right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. And have you ever tried barefoot running? No. No, and have you heard? You heard obviously yes. heard about. It. What do you think about? I it? I know people who've done it. Right, the barefoot. I met people who ran barefoot and who said it's absolutely yeah. joyful. Yeah, they so, ran barefoot, barefoot, or they had this no, five finger, the this five vibra, five yeah, fingers, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Shoes. five finger shoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and they were, um, they really enjoy it. Yeah, so. I love the five finger shoes. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I went for a run a couple of times in them, mm-hmm. but I, I love them just for exercises, for for the gym mm-hmm. and for all that. It kind of feels it's, better when you go off. When you go off in the trails, though, have you gone mm-hmm. off into trails with them? No. Because I've gotten people who said like they had sore feet mm-hmm. afterwards, like. But there are, but there are, there are uh, those five fingers for trail running. Oh, as well. are there? Okay. Yeah, cool. they they even that. have it like at t- minus twenty degrees and uh, right, for okay. off off cool. the track and so and so on and so on. I presume they'd be better for running through water and all that. Mm. Because it becomes less heavy. Yeah, yeah. Your feet, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I think there's like the theory behind it is that you're engaging your fingers as well mm. to carry mass of your yeah, body, whatever, yeah. whatever else. Okay. Cool. You know. Okay. So uh, listen, when when I walk in here today, you're showing me a calendar. That was. Uh, I didn't know I had it in the office. Yeah. Yeah. With with all the marathons. So how many was it in a year? Last year, forty-three. Forty-three marathons in a year. Yes. Wow, so it's like four a month, four a month almost, yeah. almost. How and this is again, this is wasn't planned. Just, no, it just, it just. No, it just ended up going to the hundred. I did my hundred in November last year, mm-hmm. up in Ballina in Mayo. So then, when you look back, it's like, how the hell that happened? Yeah, no, it just happened. Yeah, it was like four here, three there, two there. Or like you know, when you start, when mm-hmm. people go like, oh, um, actually, what usually happened was. Oh, I look at my diary and go like, I have no clients this weekend. Mm-hmm. Where's the marathon? Okay. And then just go. <laughs> okay. So so you're 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 really and truly doing that out of the love for running. Yeah, absolutely. And because, meeting because people. you're not planning that as like no, I need no. to I need to hit forty marathon marathon. It wasn't issue. actually, no. At, at one stage last year I had made the decision to run my hundred in Ballina mm-hmm. and then I needed to start to plan my marathons. Mm-hmm. And that's where the joy just a little bit disappeared. Mm-hmm. Do you know, mm-hmm. some of them were not fun. Yeah. They were just numbers. Because you have to do it no, so number exactly. ninety nine. <laughs> so when the hundred was done, mm-hmm. I made a promise. I said from now on I only do Martins I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I've actually started doing 5Ks and 10Ks and did a half marathon and, you know, I right. just do the runs I enjoy now. Yeah. And regardless of what the distance is. Yeah. So yeah. my next run is a 10K in Saturday week, not this Saturday, uh, Saturday Sunday, Sunday week, mm-hmm. the 7th. And that's a 10K. And, and, and how do you compare um, running, t- like for you mentally, running 10K versus running like a longer distance? 50k or, or, or something the fun thing is like it, I just see how I feel in the morning mm-hmm. and then I can do like hey, do you know what I'm going to give it welly today I feel good mm-hmm. and a 10k then becomes kind of like mm-hmm. like a sprint exercise do you right. know you give it welly like right. you know so right. some days right. I go like oh there's a friend of mine I haven't seen them for a while I'll run with them yeah I know they run slower than me but like I'll run with them and then I'll keep them company mm-hmm. sure. and then sometimes maybe they run a PB uh-huh. because I'm huh. pushing them a bit oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know I know I know that, that, that happens you, they don't even know that <laughs> that's it <laughs> you keep them busy yeah, distracted yeah, with yeah. the talk <laughs> so it's good fun you know yeah it's good yeah. fun and have you have you thought about coaching for running no 
No, why not? You're yeah. you're you're, you're I'm busy you're, enough. You're, you're a coach, and well, I know. you know. So you do a little bit. This is kind of you can argue. It's a little bit like a coaching. If you run with your friend and you push yeah, it yeah, a little well, I know. bit, <laughs> it's kind of half hypnosis as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Which yeah. is what I do uh, mm -hmm. anyway. Um, I, I, do you know what the answer to that is? I don't have time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, 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 I'm full up. I'm actually got. I got rid of a few things I'm not doing anymore mm -hmm. because, like, I want to invest my time mm -hmm. uh, actually in a few things. Running is on the board, by the way. Mm -hmm. So I'm a runner. That's mm -hmm. what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, what I might do again is start blogging again because I blogged before, mm -hmm. and I actually was in 2016 got shortlisted for the top five sports blogs in Ireland. Yeah, is that blog still up? It's still there, but mm -hmm. like, tell uh, us about it. Tell us. It's about called it. HowManyBelgians.blogspot.ie. Oh, dot okay. com i think yeah. The, yeah yeah it's like how many belgians does it take to change a habit you know because that's where i'm from <laughs> you know that was the name of the that was the name of the blog right <laughs> so um i really enjoyed that put the time mm -hmm. and it wasn't about me necessarily mm -hmm. it was about everyone i met it was about where i went running about how the how um the atmosphere was what did we see etc mm -hmm. but a few pictures attached to it and it was like more about who i met Right and all that, like so. Right. And which and, races? And, and was it was it done like a when you start running, kind of complementary to your newly found love with running, and you started that blog? It started off as a as a life coaching blog, and then it turned into a running blog. Oh, okay. So this is very recent. Like, I mean, like it's not like a ten year. How long? When we I'm just ask. How long? When when you started that blog? I can't remember. Okay. But I I I I remember two years I wrote in it. Really, mm -hmm. it was 2015, 2016. Right, right. So the blog is still there. It's kind mm -hmm. of dormant, but you yes. have a plan. Even you're not planning, but you're no. Might. I might run start. People have asked me. Yeah. To start blogging again. Okay. Seriously, people have asked me like, so can you? Are you going to start blogging again? And mm -hmm. I've written two or three articles, and then like you know, mm -hmm. I'm. I'm so busy with doing stuff i love that sometimes yeah, you know, yeah it's about having time it's like i'm learning spanish i have two radio programs i run two businesses yeah i run marathons and yeah. you know that kind of thing like so it's about yeah 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 so you have so you have so you have no intention of, into taking anything like like you you you're gonna stay non-runner runner Yes. You have no intention to be no. become more competitive. No, 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 it's, no. It's like a pure like fishing yeah. for me, like a pure love and yeah. enjoyment. And I'm not <laughs> actually Dublin Marathon. I've planned mm -hmm. because I kind of you have to enter six months in advance. Yeah. So I'm entered again for Dublin Marathon. Yeah. I do a yeah. 10k now uh, on Sunday week, and then Dublin Marathon uh, after that. And my friend, where I did my hundred marathon, is doing back to back again in Mayo. Mm -hmm. So if Dublin Marathon goes okay, I might go up to Mayo and do them back to back there. Right. So this is what you know you do or you might do. I might do. The back-to-back -back isn't booked yet. Mm -hmm. I said mm -hmm. to Cesare as well, I said, like, I might come down in a, in November. Yeah, yeah. And then does if it, that the, goes does, well... Do you do you find that the people kind of like, well, Patrick, can you just commit and <laughs> let you no, coin? <laughs> not in that kind of world. People are okay mm -hmm. with it. Like, you know, oh, and, okay, and okay. they kind of know me as well. Mm -hmm. So now yeah. I said I do what I like doing. I like going down to, to Balna in Mayo. Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite places uh, mm -hmm. the, the the two people Cesare and his wife Daria mm -hmm. are wonderful people as well they organize all the races up there it's mm -hmm. really really wonderful it's a uh, Bible forest as well uh, by mm -hmm. the river Foy it's absolutely gorgeous up there so yeah. I enjoy going there and then the week after that we have one in six mile bridge Mm -hmm. in County Clare so I'm just like now you made me think already like uh -huh. <laughs> I'm already four marathons so, so in like, is it like it is November, it is it is know? all planned it is all it planned isn't. you just don't you just don't want to admit it <laughs> but sometimes I've actually had this year had marathons I paid for and didn't go mm-hmm mm -hmm. There was two yeah. marathons I had paid for, yeah, and I just didn't go, yeah, because I didn't feel like it on that weekend, yeah. Before I went to my hundred marathon, I didn't do that, yeah. Now yeah, I literally yeah. have the the self power, like where yeah. I go, like, nah, I don't feel like going tomorrow. Yeah, then you don't take. It's not that big a deal, you yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and how you like? So the question I have, like, how you deal with the with the weather? Is the weather a factor that you say, like, uh -huh. oh, I'm not gonna do this because because there is a raining or something, or is it like no factor? It, well, no, it, it, to me, um, a factor is a big word because I run in all weather, mm -hmm. but I prefer uh, this time of year, October to February. Oh, really? That's my favorite part of the year. In Martin Club Ireland, if you meet people at that and you ask them about Patrick weather, they'll mm -hmm. tell you. <laughs> they, they call it Patrick weather. When it starts raining, I'm out. Oh. I love running in the rain. Really? Yeah, as soon as it rains, I'm out. I'm gone. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And cold. What's the re what's the reasoning behind that? Uh, I have no idea, but again, my mom is still alive and she said like when you were 4 or 5 years old and it rained, you were in the back garden. So it's just something I've always done, apparently. 
I like this time of year. I like cold. I like rain. I like the winter season. It's right. just like I really enjoy it. Yeah. That's, that's why you're for so many years in Ireland that you enjoy. You have you have a plenty of. You don't have these these awful sun and hot and all. I slow down in the summer because of the the warm. I I can run in it. Yeah, but I slow down. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So I prefer this kind of weather. Right, that's, that's that's fascinating because obviously you don't you don't have any or maybe you do have any like a bucket list runs or marathons or events that you would like to take play take part in once you know or sometime. Well, do you know what? There's a few that I've seen mm -hmm. on you know because they're most of my uh, half of my social media is about running you know because yeah. like you know that's kind of kinda normal. Like, yeah, yeah. So you see people going to runs and go like. Oh yeah, there's one. What uh, was on last weekend um, on the north coast, mm -hmm. you know, Northern Ireland, mm -hmm. the extreme uh, coast challenge. I said like, ah, one year they they run on the beach into the water over rocks and all mm -hmm. that. I like that. Mm -hmm. The Clareborn Marathon is my favorite marathon in Ireland mm -hmm. of the ones I've done. Mm -hmm. That starts in Ballyvaughan, mm -hmm. and it's two thirds off road up trails into the mountains. Yeah, and I prefer that. Right, they're my favorite runs. So trail so running, is, is trail running, prefer. like you know, mm -hmm. I might start looking up trail runs and stuff like that. I might go. Um, actually, can't. There have a few people I know who are involved in the IMRA, mm -hmm. the Irish Mountain Running Association. Mm -hmm. You have the Monster Mountain Running Association. Yeah. So I might start going to a few of those. Right. You know, run up mountains and stuff like yeah. that on trails. And and tell me, is it is the technique of running different? Is it how do, how does it differ from your regular you know shorter steps? Mm -hmm. But you know when you're running up mountain up trails you need there's rocks sticking out there's mm -hmm. roots of trees sticking out so you need to pay more attention but you do it by taking shorter steps and being lighter on your feet yes that's what it is that's all it is so so you're you cannot get into this meditation state like you can because i presume like on mm -hmm. the road you can just you know yeah. just while yeah. you have to pay attention more it's a different state of meditation mm-hmm You should take on cycling, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Especially being Belgian, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> That's the funny bit. But, like, you know, I actually, yeah, when I, I have trails near my house mm -hmm. and I can run trails for trails, kind of, mm -hmm. by the river for about five six miles. Yes. I'm back. And that's literally when I just like, everything just disappears. Like. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a contact in na with nature. Oh, absolutely. Right? I'm an outdoors person. Yeah, always <laughs> outdoors. You're in the right place. Man. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is this is interesting because um, quite often when I when I talk about cycling or or running, you know, and and like okay, this is something that happens many times, and I'm always saying like, oh, Tommy's outdoors. We're pushing boundary. What's outdoors? And we had the people who were flying drones in the outdoors mm -hmm. and so on. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes I'm just thinking like, well, outdoors is really about the nature and kind mm -hmm. of contact with 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 nature and, and all that. And uh, when you're running in the city or mm -hmm. cycling in the city, mm -hmm. does it is it really outdoors? Mm -hmm. What do you what do you think? It's it's funny, all right, because like um, when you're running, when I run through Cork City Martin or Dublin or Limerick, mm -hmm. I actually didn't do Limerick last year because mm -hmm. I don't enjoy the route. But that's just me. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, yeah, it's different. I enjoy it less. I must admit, I enjoy running through cities less. Right. than I do through the countryside. And I'm a city boy. Like mm -hmm. I grew up in Brussels. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I think. It's Maybe that's a, why this is going to be on a podcast, so people are not going to like that. But Limerick's not really a big city, right? Mm -hmm. so it's only a small, well, it small is place. Like it's a small I, city. I confirm it's a small city. Mm -hmm. So, I, but I'm I'm a city boy, and I still don't like running. Cities, uh, maybe it's, that's, that's maybe that's because that's, maybe that's the reason. Yeah, because, no, because be. I'm the same. I'm the same, right? And mm. and it was it was part of the thing when I when I when I arrived to Ireland. It's like wow, look at this countryside and all this. So mm. per, perhaps it's a. Mm -hmm. It's precisely because you're a city boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I <laughs> still like, think <laughs> I'm still thinking of moving back. Well, not thinking myself and, and Mara, We are going to move to Dublin within the next two years. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm, every time I go to Dublin, I feel alive, right? Mm -hmm. But when I run in the countryside, I feel alive as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's that kind of like it's not an escape. It's just a different thing. Yeah, I think it's a different thing because like when you when you live like no no doubt in the city, you have more opportunities, more yeah, things yeah, happening. Yeah. You have more social life and yeah, more, yeah. more 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 all these these things. Yeah. But then, when you go for a run or when you go for that activity, you, this is different thing yeah, you're looking sure. for, right? And and yeah. And so then, when you want to go run, you go run uh, around Hoot, mm -hmm. 
do you know, or Clontarf by the beach yeah, in yeah. Dublin, or you go to Hoth Summit, and there's mm-hmm. beautiful parts in Dublin to run as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's different. Yeah, no, to answer your question, no, I prefer country running than city running. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're you're thinking about uh, venturing into kind of triathlon territory or anything like that? You, you're going to have to convince me about the bike because the bike is stopping me from going into that. Oh, really? Not swimming? No, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a confident swimmer. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I, my my parents were pretty good. My mum mm-hmm. is 75. She still goes to the aqua gym mm-hmm. in the swimming pool. Like mm-hmm. you know, they pushed me into the pool and like you know, I was swimming since I was a child. You know, right, like so. Right, right. Um, I could easy, I could swim a mile. Mm-hmm without doing much training yeah i'm not saying fast but i could yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's the bike that would stop me i think oh. it would I, i think i would just throw the thing in the ditch after 20k yeah it's yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> i know i did this is this is this is actually not the first you are not the first runner who kind of have his this ingrained hate <laughs> maybe it's a, too much of the word but like no, no, a dislike, it's not a hate, a dislike, dislike yeah. for a for a biker for mm-hmm. a cycle i wonder why wonder why whether because you're so stationary on the saddle maybe is that the, is that the case maybe. is that the because i can tell you that like the only sports channel i subscribe to mm-hmm. because i don't watch tv really mm-hmm. Uh, that much is uh, Eurosport mm-hmm. and the only reason I have Eurosport on my laptop mm-hmm. is to watch the cycling because I like watching it you like watching cycling I, I follow the Giro d'Italia the Vuelta the <laughs> World Champions the Tour of Flanders Liege Baston Liege I can name them all like. yeah yeah I follow them passionately I can name you all the cyclists their first names where they were born you know <laughs> but I don't like doing it <laughs> that's very interesting that's very interesting <laughs> Oh, and it, and when you're watching that, you don't you don't have this like yeah, no. that's a cool kind of cool. No, thing. I understand they're enjoying it. Like it's just <laughs> I'm a runner, right? Got so, it. Like, got yeah, it. Got I'm it. a runner, and that's fine. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yes. All right, Patrick. Any concluding thoughts? Um. Well, what I would say to people when you want to move outdoors and when you want to do a sport, don't stick with a sport just for the sake because everyone else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Find something. Try stuff. I tried golf, didn't like it. I tried bike, didn't like it. I tried running, I loved it, and I'm still running. Mm-hmm. So try stuff until you find something that you go like, oh, jeez, I could do this. When the weather's bad, mm-hmm. when it's raining, when there's hail coming out of the sky, mm-hmm. you still go like, oh, I'm going for a run, mate. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, just find something you really, really, truly enjoy doing mm-hmm. and because it becomes self-motivational. Yes. You won't have to push yourself to do things. That, find something you love doing and listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Don't force it. These are these are words of a wise man. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, how how to get in touch with you and how to if if people want to follow you on social media or anything. On um, social media, um, it's just my name. You just uh, Google Patrick Mercy M E R C I E. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter, and on Instagram. All right. And I have my own YouTube channel with the videos, but they're business with uh, well, not business. They're life coaching videos. Okay. I have my own um, YouTube channel as well with them. So. Perfect, loads of ways. Patrick, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Tommy. And that was another episode of Tommy's Outdoors Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Outdoors Podcast. Like us on Facebook at Tommy's Outdoors. Follow us on Instagram at Tommy's Outdoors. And also, don't forget to to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, people, YouTube channel. Tommy's Outdoors YouTube channel. Uh, And obviously, subscribe on any and all podcasting platforms to never miss an episode again. And uh, that's it. Until the next time, bye-bye. You just listened to an archived episode of the Tommy's Outdoors Conservation and Science Podcast. I invite you to take a moment and listen to one of the most recent episodes. I'm sure you'll enjoy it.